What's up, everyone? This is All You Can Geek Podcast, um, Gamescast, episode 552. I'm Mike Zanidi with... Uh, who should I start with? Let's go with <laughs> should we start this over? <laughs> no, we're doing it live. We're doing All it. Right. All right, let's do it. Do it live. Here with Tony, like I Yo. said. <laughs> Yo. Corey. Ahoy! We're here. Without Jim, it's all it's all craziness. <laughs> it's, it's madness. It's anarchy, as Jim would say in an old song he wrote for Crowd of One. Oh, wow. Yeah, I made fun of him for it being, being too uh, figurative rather than literal. But it was, it was a good word, a good use of anarchy. Honestly, Jim, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Ten years ago. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Vindication. Anyway, so we have a game cast. We don't have Jim. His power is out. Um, sucks. Hopefully he gets it back because he's going to have a bad night's sleep, which he's worried <laughs> he about. He keeps mentioning, yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll just get right into what we've been up to. Uh, Tony, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, just playing a bit more Mario Golf. Um, just having some fun with that. Um, and then I picked up uh this game off the steam sale called troubleshooter and what it is is a uh, korean developed indie game that's um basically like xcom but set in a modern ish futuristic world where there's like people with powers and i don't know stuff like they haven't really explained it i've, I've literally only played it for like two hours and like it's just world building right now they haven't gotten to that but like apparently there's these um uh units called troubleshooters and what they are is like i guess like heroes in a way like they have police but there's so much crime in this fictional world because people have superpowers and whatnot that the police units like themselves don't have enough manpower to handle it and stuff like that so you have these characters that have like superpowers or whatever and they just like run around and um capture enemies to make money and stuff like that uh so a little my hero academia vibes there and stuff like that and the art's really good um, it's fully voiced in Korean with uh, English um, <laughs> subtitles and stuff like that. Uh, and actually, the, again, it's indie. It's like early access, whatever, and stuff like that. Um, I mean, you can play the full game, but it's they're not done developing it fully right, yet. They're still working on it. Right. Um, but it's pretty meaty from what I heard. Um, they, they're calling this like a season one kind of thing. Apparently, it's going to be like an ongoing series of titles and stuff like that. So... Excited to see that. They actually just posted the other day um, how they're looking for uh, Korean to English translators to help them with a bit of the uh, localization efforts and stuff like that. But uh, just getting into it, again, it's fun just playing that RTS strategy, like, or not RTS, but like third person tactical strategy game. Because, like, again, it's talking skills. I mean, like, all right, my dude has like a 90 something percent chance to hit this. Let's go for it. And then it's like you see miss or dodge. You're just like, I was counting on that. I was counting on that. And like now your whole strategy is just fucked up because that unit didn't die. And you're like, ah, oh, like, oh man. Um, so brings yeah. back those old XCOM days. Yep, yep, yep. And then the last thing I've been up to is uh, Smash Brothers came out with the latest character, Kazuya from Tekken. And I'm not, I haven't been a big Tekken person since like I think three on the original PlayStation or whatever like that. So I barely remember him. But <laughs> playing him in Smash Brothers is ridiculous because it's one of those things where, like, you just hit the button and he, like, goes into, like, this combo thing. that Because, yeah, Smash Brothers isn't, like, combo-oriented, like, you know, Tekken fighting games where it's, like, 21-hit combo, cool, or something like that. It's like, okay. But then he has a projectile and, like, he has, like, invincible – well, not invincible, uh, super armor frames and stuff like that. So he can just tank shots, like, as people are hitting him and stuff. And he can just launch into his own combos. I'm just like – it's astounding because I'm not really excited for the character himself, but just again seeing how uh, Sakurai and the team have implemented another character from a completely different series and adopted it for the Smash Brothers formula because you know it started with like Ryu and Ken from Street Fighter and then like Terry Bogard from SNK um, and obviously Steve from Minecraft. They had to overdo like I think like the stage environment and stuff like that. So it's just cool seeing, again, like another way of them. Joker like, from Persona. Yeah, Joker, you know, Bayonet, like all these things where like they just have to like really change up 
the engine and stuff like that, which I just think is really impressive because each time you do that, you're like, oh, are we going to break something here? Like, you know, how many glitches are we going to introduce with this? Uh, but that's been fun. And it's kind of funny, too, because I did a couple test matches against um, rank 9 CPU, and that's the highest it goes. And rank 9 CPU is, like, borderline cheating a lot of times because they, I feel like they read your inputs a lot where it's like, mm. oh, they'll, have, they'll do, like, perfect frame counters and parries and stuff like that. But the computer absolutely couldn't do shit against Kazi. So, like, I think it's just <laughs> exploiting that, like, they don't know how to counteract, like, just the, the way he plays and stuff like that. Because, the you know, like I said, he has super armor, so it's like, I go in for a punch, and they try to punch back, but because of the super armor, like, my thing just goes through, and they're like, well, I guess I die then, and stuff like that. So, it's pretty interesting. No, it's impressive how many characters they've already added, and how unique and different all these characters have been, and adding in what makes the characters unique themselves, like, giving them those abilities and yeah. and features of the character to make them feel yep. like the character from their games it's important to keep it true to the character yeah. i think maybe oh, more than i i would say more than balance i know some people would get offended by that but i think it's more important that the characters are the characters mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's what's great because like you, you can't have like oh let's get a guest character but they're gonna play like the game they're in like yep. you know and not to say that we don't know what batman plays like but like let's say or joker plays like but let's just get joker in mortal Kombat. like he's gonna play like a mortal Kombat character like that's yeah. how it's gonna be it's like yep. so yeah it's interesting um and with this there's only one more character left and i forget if i mentioned it uh the week that it got announced but there will no <clears throat> will not be an, a third fighter pass or anything like that so this is absolutely is it, going to be all yeah, right the next last like the next character is gonna be the last character and it's kind of like mind-boggling to me and like also like kind of sad in a way because the way it worked out was you know when smash brothers for 3ds and wii u came out like it was like three years of hype for that and then it was only two years until smash brothers ultimate was announced for the switch because they used a lot of the same assets and engine and just improved upon that so he just had more and more new characters announced and that was for the past two and a half years or whatever like that and now it's like wait a second we had like six years of solid like smash brothers character stage etc announcement it's like it's going to be on. And I'm just like, wow, like, okay, I guess, I guess we're done. And he's, he said multiple times already that like, yeah, this is probably going to be my life's work. Like, I don't, mm. like, he's like, I don't know how he would ever, like, magma opus. Yeah. Thing. He even said like, he's like, if we ever made a sequel to Smash Brothers Ultimate, I, I don't even know how we would like do it. Cause I think by the end, they're going to be up to like 90 characters or 96 characters, something like that. Something absurd. And it's just like. It's even more than Marvel or Capcom. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. Holy shit. <laughs> That's man. a huge roster. Yeah. So, end of an era. Huh? And that last character is going to have like huge. Uh, Oh yeah, huge I, weight. What, what is the what is the going rate here on uh, who it's going to be? So that's the so that's the funny thing, real quick about this, is in the video where Kazuya was announced at the uh, I think it was E3. Not only did he announce you know Kazuya, he simultaneously like deconfirmed some characters because mm. the way it works is ninety nine percent of the time if somebody gets a me outfit in that like hey look like Sans from Undertale or you know. Mm-hmm. whatever Hihachi from uh also Tekken also Tekken yeah <laughs> it's like oh he's not gonna be I was like wait he's in Soul that was only like Soul Calibur 2 or whatever garbage with PS2 yeah. it's like oh they're, they're not a character so in the same video shows up on the screen is fucking Dante me and people were like mm. howling for like Dante to be in this for years and it's like yeah you got a me outfit it's like Womp, womp, womp. And then mm-hmm. another front runner was Shantai from the Shantai uh, mm-hmm. game series. The pirate girl. Like yeah, the pirate girl. She got a me costume, like, so now she's deconfirmed. And those are, like, the two big ones on the list. So it's like, who knows? <laughs> like, who knows? Like, uh, it's, it it's, it's, it's got to be Master Chief, right? Close it out. Joanna Dark. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they did a rare character already, so it's like, know, you know, we got the rare relationship. I, I agree with you there, Mike. I'm just saying Master Chief would be awesome, because that's what I would think with the Microsoft ties. Pretty big weight, I would think, after all this. But yeah, I mean, the biggest thing they could do is get, like, a, a Sony character or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's think not so. going to happen. Like, who would even be, like... Nathan Drake, or yeah, Aloy. Those PlayStation All Star games. Aloy, like, that's right. 
out of all the characters, I would uh, like if it had to be a Sonic character, Aloy would definitely be a, like I think she would be. I think she would fit the most. Cause, like, mm-hmm. and then Kratos because like he's <laughs> melee oriented and stuff like that. I can't imagine like Nathan Drake or he was in that PlayStation. I don't know how he played in that game, but he was in it. Um, yeah, Sack Boy. <laughs> oh God, get out of here. <laughs> more like Suck Boy. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> ball sack boy. Yeah, ball sack boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the implication. <laughs> um yeah who, well who would you want though tony like because this is like this is the it for smash you know for who knows this could be it for your lifetime man I, the dude, last I, smash game in like your life that's by like your, you know the original team it, and stuff. if it had to be somebody i would pick to be from near oh okay. that'd like, be neat like that's who i've been like personally waiting for ever since they announced dlc characters like like to be because like she's mm-hmm. just so popular and like the newer series is rumored to have a switch port and stuff like that so it's kind of weird it has ha- hasn't happened yet i'm sure we'll get in that uh later mm-hmm. on the news and stuff like that but like that would probably be it um as far as guest characters because that's the thing is like there's so many internal characters like people were clamoring for like waluigi and stuff like that uh. they, dude i came like really random i'm sorry <laughs> we were talking about this really yeah. like i was listening to, like rap song like the the epic rap battles, rap battles like, yeah and just because rap battles kept coming up there was this one fan-made one that was like Waluigi showing up and like just owning every Smash Brothers character and somebody animated. I'm just like, dude, like he sucks. He's a shitty character. He debuted in Mario Tennis for God's sake. Like he's not a real character. Like get over him. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. they got like a an actual comic book character like Superman he's, or Batman. Nah, he, he, at, uh, at this point, it's got to be a video game or, or yeah. Sakurai has said like. They have Only. to originate in video games. Like he's like. So not- for me, for me, that's like either Master Chief or now I would say, and I don't think this will happen. Kiryu from the Yakuza series. <laughs> I, I, I would like to see Kiryu. That'd be funny as hell. Actually. It would be. I think. I because they go like to such deep cuts in so many different franchises, and at this point, mm-hmm. that's it seems a, like a little bit of an omission. But again, the kind of hate Nintendo. Over there. As the last character ever to be in Smash, it's like you can't put Kiri over there. But but I don't know, funny. man. <laughs> or you know, or personally, I would take another Sonic character. Mm. Tails, who Knuckles? Tails or Big Cat? Oh, Big's the cat. <laughs> not, not Big the fucking cat. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of them are assists, I think, though, or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Right, we'll see. Cool. That should be yeah. interesting. It's, um, Definitely a different reaction to another game announcing its end of support, but we'll we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> um, all right, so Corey, what have you been playing? Um, mostly board games again, just doing the uh, unplugged, as they say, uh, board gaming. Got to play Dune Imperium, which is like new hotness kind of, and Lost Ruins of Arnak, which uh very similar mechanics where one they're both worker placement games with deck building or deck building with worker placement but they play completely different one's kind of like an escalation of how much can i do on my turn and the other one's got direct player conflict which is dune because you're actually um setting yourself up to win a battle at the end of the round to try to score bonuses at the, and so they're very different even though they have similar mechanics and they're both very good, so I had a lot of fun with those. But that's basically what I was I've been playing. I haven't really gotten too much video gaming in recently. Okay. Um <clears throat> so for me, I've been playing um, more Yakuza Like a Dragon and also the show on Game Pass, MLB mm-hmm. the show. Which is funny because there's a lot of broken things that happen in that that game. Uh especially since I <clears throat> infused the modern Yankees who kind of suck right now with uh yeah, that's crazy. Legendary Yankees. So I have like Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and you know Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle up on in there. Um, and uh, at first I was struggling, and now my team's oh, way too OP. But you know, <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's still fun. And then like a dragon, um, I've been playing, and it's a game, and I like it. It's still mostly Yakuza, but I don't like it as much as any of the yeah. other. The I, combat it, does it for you. Yeah, because, like, moment to moment, that's most of what you do in these games. And either you're, I don't know, maybe I just don't get turn-based combat, but to me it's either 
you have no chance and you shouldn't even do the fight or it's so easy it's like completely brain dead and that's just kind of how it feels it's, and i'm still struggling to get like cash to really buy extra stuff but i don't need it yet because i feel over leveled relative to the main story at this point um so i'm just you know attack do your special do your special walk and then i hit a dungeon and it was really long and big and it it felt like forever <laughs> like that i was in this dungeon and like i understand like that feeling is sometimes fun you know oh you're in there deep you got to go there's a safe room then you got to keep going and yeah that would feel like that if i wasn't just killing everything pretty much without any thought when i fight them but i don't know um so i'm going through it i'm going through it much slower than i normally do i've put about 20 hours in it's been like what two weeks i've been playing this maybe so the story hasn't gripped you much at all or the story is okay um i'm kind of at the point where i'm waiting for the cameos of characters i know though Mm -hmm. because i just Mm -hmm. like like this new have you built your party as well i have i have i think a full party of four although of course i lost someone again that happens (laughs) every now and then um so yeah, I have a full party of four. Um, they have different jobs, which seems interesting because then they have different move sets and costumes, which almost seems like most of the reason why you would change a job. Because the real, the real, you level up your job independently of your level. So if you change your job, suddenly you're just going to nerf yourself. So I, I don't feel that compelled to change a job, but at the same time, that'll give me some new moves to look at at least. But I don't know. I might do it when I'm like done with the main quest in case like that does cause me some issues. Um, and the combat, like the RPG turn-based stuff, like still isn't doing anything for you. No, like I said, like the way it seems to be, it's either brain dead, like easy, or I shouldn't <laughs> be in this fight. Like, <laughs> one, like one end of the spectrum. Of the other. I, I just I haven't found the sweet spot anywhere yet. I mean, occasionally, like one of my four will die, and, and while I'm fighting, I don't know. I'll have to pay attention, use items for a turn, or do some healing stuff. But yeah. <laughs> I've also stockpiled so many like items that like one person will die, but like that was only because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't really care. <laughs> like I didn't need to keep them alive or anything. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens if I hit that other uh, level wall that Jim talked about. I'm assuming it's later in the game. Um, but you know, it's okay. But I'm. I'm and I also don't understand the job. The There's a side, like, business job thing that I think I'm going to fail because I don't really understand what I'm supposed <laughs> to do with it. I, I'm just deep in debt and just, like, crying to the shareholders. It's funny. <laughs> like, literally, you press a button. It's like, we are so very sorry, shareholders, for sucking at our jobs. And Like, that's the best thing I can do in that job simulation thing. Um, but, I mean... I'll stick with it. I mean, I like it enough, and the the story's okay. I just it's just starting to open up a little bit. There was a a revelation recently about one of the main characters, which was kind of fun. But I'll keep going. Um, but it's it's not. I would love it, it more if it was an action game. <laughs> and also, I, this might be a western a western versus eastern idea. But it, when you, your your protagonists mostly are like you know physically like stronger than most but also to me like they're also smarter like it seems like they need to be in the west at least they need to be smarter than the enemy like generally as a rule like you don't want to have a protagonist who's kind of dumb and this is not that and in, in this like your protagonist is like the dumbest guy like on, on his team he's and a himbo and i'm just like eh, i don't know if i can really get behind this guy like He's earnest, he's heroic, but he's just a dumbass. And it's a little bit annoying after a while to me. Like, it's just like, no, man, can't you? Oh. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a cultural thing or not, but it, it just seems strange to me that like I have to be this guy who's a dumbass. But whatever. Um, but I'm going to keep going. And I mean, I, I don't hate it. I like it enough to keep going. And hopefully something opens up that makes it that's good yeah. um but that's it for me i guess we'll get into the news let me pull that up whatever that 
I don't know the importance of these. I'm just going to go in order. I don't know why Jim put this up. Some Well, it's, insignif- it's significant because that's the company that does all the PC ports, right? What, Dutch Studio Nix's software? Yeah, yeah so because recently Sony's been talking about how they've been getting in, well, not talking about, but they've you know, been doing more PC ports of their exclusive games and are, con- are going to continue to do that. And this is the company that's been doing those. So, so they just bought them. Yeah, they're going to be part of PlayStation Studios now. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's such a trip to play on the Xbox, the show, and have it start Sony Interactive Entertainment Presents. <laughs> a play- right. What? It's like <laughs> the first time I booted up uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on my GameCube and saw Sega. I'm like, <laughs> this is weird. This should not be happening. This feels weird. So yeah, they're. I guess that's what they're gonna do. Port. Yeah, and that, that just defies to me that they're gonna be more invested in PC ports and you know make that money. Cause why not? You got a whole subset of people that are not playing your games, and now they can. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing is also PlayStation related. Uh, PlayStation has announced a 30-minute state of play on Thursday, July 8th. We'll focus on Deathloop, Indies, and third-party titles, which is not Sony's strong suit. So, what do we think? Is this anything other than just, like, lip service? What is this? So, the, the other thing is they 100% <laughs> flat out said nothing new on God of War, nothing new on Horizon, I believe. So well, they is, did the Horizon thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They did earlier. This is a junior state of play. Is that it? Deathloop I'm excited for. I think that looks really cool. I'm interested to see what that becomes when it finally comes out. What I find really interesting, though, is didn't we just get, like, a news story about how indies came yeah, out saying how Sony, like, sucks and, and like, they treat you like them. shit? And now, hey, magically, we have an indie showcase. Right. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird <laughs> it's like, that that happened. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'll see. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's not until later this week, so we will report on that next week, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I'll skip that for now. Let's see. <laughs> um, did we mention the Death, Dead Space remake being de- developed on here yet, or no? No. Not yet, but we. I think we were talking about something. We talked about it on Discord, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a report that Dead Space remake is being developed um, by EA, and it's a remake of the original game. Um, so that would be cool, yeah. like because yeah, Trier's yeah. book talks about Dead Space, and it's interesting um, how that like that story goes, and and if they can <clears throat> not let corporate, you know, interference. Yeah, exactly. Uh, take over it, this could be really cool it like, was yeah it was really so cool how like they talked about starting up was like if i'm summarizing the book well like they were like they came together they did dead space one you know a little rough around the edges because it was the first time i think most of the team had done any type of survival horror game yeah. um but it still came out was moderately successful and they got greenlit for a sequel almost immediately and then did dead space 2 because they had the experience they had the majority of the same team this and the other thing they hit the ground running made pretty much like a masterpiece mm-hmm. uh and then for so three, yeah and then for three EA's like you need to implement multiplayer mm-hmm. and you do this character that nobody sucks you can do co-op with a friend because we need to combat combat uh used game sales so blah mm-hmm. blah blah and it's like i mean what when it's all said and done blame gamestop if gamestop didn't exist we wouldn't be trading in our games right <laughs> so no if it wasn't uh, no, GameStop, just <laughs> i want to throw it in there else. for jim yeah <laughs> For someone that complains about GameStop so much, he uses them very often. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah. it's, I'd love and to I see a re reimagining of the first one to make it scarier, like use it modern technology. Oh, I love the, the first two Dead Space games; they were fantastic. Yeah, like, I, I think we did talk about this. I mentioned, I think I remember mentioning, like, ah, the eye sequence in the second game where yeah. you have to like, Fah, and I was like, ah, yeah. And we were talking about it recently, and I even. I, I didn't go back because I meant to when we were talking about it. I was like, Resident Evil 2 remake did so well. I was like, watch. Like, EA's going to mm-hmm. come out and be like, hey, guys, Dead Space remake because we want that cash money too. And like, here we are, like a month later. It's like, and the rumor, I think it was Jeff Grubb. He was like, yeah, they saw the Resident Evil 2 remake money. Like, we want that. I'm like, wow, that, 
money speaks volumes, I guess. So yeah. um, it's really cool. Hopefully, obviously, we get to Dead Space 2 and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, maybe they can redo 3 and tool around with it a bit more. Again, EA and the Rule of Threes they just don't have a good track record, so. No. Yeah. All right. Hold on. I have to say, Battlefield 3 is really good. But anyway, going on, moving on, Mike. <laughs> All right. I'll go into this one. Um, <clears throat> Mortal Kombat 11 announced, well, NetherRealm announced that Mortal Kombat 11 isn't getting more DLC. Now. That's it. You're done. The reaction to this has been super toxic, and it's, it's, it's really stupid. Because to me, this game got supported way more than it had any right being supported. Easily, <laughs> easily. Bread and butter. Their studio is named after this game. I understand that, but two and a half years is like twice as much as any other game they've made has gotten support. The, the other Mortal Kombat games gotten maybe a year. Um, so I think people should be pretty happy with what they've done so with this, but like when Aftermath came out, it was already a little long in the tooth. In my opinion, the game, it was, I went back to play as Joker for a little bit. And then I'm like, why am I playing this now? Why did I even buy this? Like, this is <laughs> interesting, but like, I'm done with this game. I cleared out the crypt, found everything. I beat the things the the gear in this isn't that interesting compared to Injustice. So I don't know why I'm playing this again. And it's, at its core, it's a fighting game and it's uh, mostly a single player friendly fighting game, but Two and a half years is a long time to support something like this. So I think it's about time. I think it's overdue, honestly, because I've been waiting for Injustice 3 or anything else, really, mm-hmm. from them for a yeah, long Yeah, I mean, this definitely t- tells me that they're focusing on the next title, which, I mean... Well, their their words almost sounded like they were just starting now, which is a little discouraging. So, I mean, the thing is to keep in mind is that DLC content never takes as much resources as full game production does so i'm sure they had you know i'm just gonna throw out a number here half of the team working on the dlc you know pipeline and stuff like that and the other half of the team is probably in pre-production of whatever game they're working on next and pre-production doesn't mean like it's not like they're not doing things not creating stuff it's just production means like hey we're greenlit with this idea whatever it is we have the cash flow we have you know blah 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 and now we execute on it so it very well could be like they've been working out like Injustice 3 story, the characters, whatever and stuff like that. It's like it just it sounds like they're gearing up to go full throttle and, you know, do the mass hiring, this that and the other thing where it's like, hey, cool, like we're full on working on whatever the thing is. Because yeah. as we can see with we're the, at the point, brother, Yeah, we're at yeah. the point now we can start making the game that we've right. been planning. Right. And uh you know, for me, like <clears throat> if it's Injustice Three, which I'm assuming it probably is, I don't believe this marvel versus dc thing i just don't well not even versus dc but like marvel just a marvel marvel game in general yeah i don't really see that happening either but say it's injustice 3 if it gets the two years of support that this game got i'd be very happy with that because injustice 2 it had a full year and that was it the ninja turtles came out and it was great and but that was a full year after release and after they came out there kind of was nothing left to do with them which was a little mm-hmm. bit disappointing. Um, so, you know, that's another thing about if this. it's <laughs> not Injustice Three, like I, I do believe you guys are right. Like it's got to be Injustice Three, just because they they built so much on that already. But if it's not, like it's definitely a fighting game, right? Like, so what, what else could it be? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Again, if it's Shaolin monks too. If it's a Marvel game, if it's a Marvel and the Injustice style, I wouldn't mind it. I don't think that's going to happen, though. And if it's a Marvel versus DC game, just because of that happening like that, that would be like a big fucking Yeah, I don't see Marvel versus DC, (laughs) but I'm holding out hope that we get a Marvel. Because, like, all right, remember when Marvel's like, we're going to, like, make sure these Marvel games go to quality studios to make quality (laughs) games. We've gotten one quality Marvel game. Yes, that's true. One and a half. Where are these other yeah. Marvel games? Good Marvel games. <laughs> Where are they? Like, well, we had the bad Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> Infinite or Infinity. I don't even remember what it's called. It's called and, Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've had Mess of oh. Avengers, which is still going on. And Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance is all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wouldn't say it's bad, you know. No, yeah. it's it's fine. It's way better than the other two you mentioned. But yeah, yeah so I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's funny the how they. I think it's it's a very long shot still, but yeah. people are pissed off, and I can't I can't imagine that headspace honestly, like of having by a factor of two the most support that this company has ever given <laughs> to a single game. If you're a fan of the game and it ends, like that's fine. Like mm-hmm. that's a long time for a fighting game. I, I, for a Nether Realm fighting game, I will say, because obviously it's some games that are more embraced by the fighting game community can go on a bit <laughs> longer. Yeah. But I don't know. People are upset. They need to get over it, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, real quick, just to, to say, like, the thing is, we're at a point where, like, theoretically, fighting games could could be supported post launch almost indefinitely, I would say, right? Well, I would say, like, I don't know if this is supposedly includes patches as well or not. I mean, I'm sure there'll be minor, like, you know, bug and code whatnot, and maybe some cosmetic or item shit. I, I don't even know what's in the game, but, like, I read that as, like, hey, no characters, no stages, you know, nothing like that. Just No big DLCs, storyline yeah. DLCs. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's it's kind of like, you know, the whole thing of, like, at some point, you know, you, you do have to cut off the tail uh, or the head, so to speak, to be like, we need to move on. Otherwise, we'll never be able to say you more come back 12 or whatever it is and stuff like that. But at the same time, when you have such a good reception to a series like, um, you know, more Kombat 11 sold really well. I, I think Injustice 2 even sold well. You know, you talk about Smash Brothers. I mean, Tekken 7 is selling. This game did still make the top, what was it? Was it the top 10 or at least oh, yeah, the top yeah. 20? Like, was, the thing with it, too, though, is like what it's interesting is like Mortal Kombat storylines are really good and so like you do want to get that next one to see where the story goes as well and so, they actually did do a story DLC which is also a first for them like a pretty yeah. substantial story DLC a little overpriced in my opinion but it was there <laughs> um, so again they got this game got a lot of love maybe they could have extended it a little longer since it does still sell pretty well surprisingly but to me, I don't know. I'm just ready for... You want that DC shit, man. I yeah. know. No. I'm just ready for the other games because I, mean, I liked this game and I played it a lot. Like I said, I cleared the crypt pretty much. Like that's at least what was there in the vanilla crypt. I don't know if there's new crypt stuff or not, but I I played it and I, I, I'm done. I've been done for mm-hmm. like years with this game. So I don't know. Uh... People are upset still, though. Well, whatever. <laughs> Let's see. Now we'll go to... Oh. So now there's also a report. Kojima officially inked the deal with uh, Microsoft. That's a report, though. But So they're going to produce his next project, probably. Or... So I think the... I didn't fully read it, but the, the way I interpret it from a quote or two of tweets was that it wasn't it's not like it's going to be a microsoft exclusive it could be but he said it's as of now it's not it's just an avenue of revenue and stuff like that to help make the the next game come true so at the very least it will be on xbox platforms um but i can't imagine sony won't throw money at him for oh yeah you know they have (laughs) decades of of history with him so i doubt they're gonna Walkway. Yeah, no, it's I, yeah, I saw it as him putting whatever next game out on Xbox as well. Unlike Death Stranding. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And you know, for somebody like Kojima, like now that he's <laughs> on his own, you know, so to speak, you got to put that game on as many platforms as possible and make that money. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he got to make the game that he's always wanted to make. So it's like now he's that side of the system. Maybe we'll get something that's even better. So. What'd you say, Mike? think whatever he makes next gets on game pass because of this could be yeah i mean no, that's the thing microsoft fair. is all about that day one game pass like fuck yeah. off like fuck you sony money like just well especially if it's coming out on sony too. get that on game pass yeah that's that's competitive <laughs> advantage it is yeah it's like hmm i could spend 60 dollars to get half a year of game pass or it's not even 60 it's seven, seven it's gonna be 70 dollars it's like Spend seventy dollars to get it on PlayStation at own, or use it towards a, a year's subscription of Game Pass and get all these other games. Like, yeah. kind of a note right now. So related, this um, it's all their Xbox All Access thing. So 
this seems like a ridiculous deal. Can you explain it a little? <laughs> uh, where is it? That's the last thing you uh, put in. There. Oh, yeah, so this is basically just the thing they were doing, I think, you know, the 360, they launched it in like the last year, the 360, uh, and they did it again for the one. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But basically, this is a way of you leasing an Xbox. And it's getting like what X- you do with your phones, kind of. You used to do with your phones, because they don't do that anymore. Fair you're, enough. You're subsidizing it. <laughs> so basically, let's see. And they made this weird slash funny like music video uh, to go along with it, if you click the tweet and stuff like that. Um, but it says, at Xbox, we're always looking for ways to give our fans even more choice in how to jump to the next generation of gaming and to have some fun doing it. Blah, blah, blah. Xbox All Access is launching, giving you access to everything you need to get playing. Either an Xbox Series X or Series S and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate from just $24.99 a month for 24 months with no upfront cost. Um, so again, this is one of those things that we talk, I'm pretty sure we talked about, like, by the time this launched on 360, like, that generation was over. And even for Xbox One, I don't think they hammered it until a little later on. I could be wrong. Mm. But, you know, we're a year in, and for a consumer who's like who doesn't have loyalty to either brand or anything like that being able to take home a system pay 25 bucks a month and have game pass access ultimate like that is a really good like proposition i have to say mm-hmm. like um yeah. it's hard to beat because especially when you're looking at like a 500 console it's mm-hmm. like and that's not even including like games you know or, or playstation plus or anything like that it's like how how do you compete against that um, and I'm just doing the math here. So that comes out to six hundred dollars. Um, yeah. For that, for two years, and like if you factor in the price of the Game Pass, like I guess you're making or you're breaking even. But like rather than spending six hundred dollars up front, you know, you, you pay it over twenty five dollars. Yeah, over yeah. two years. Like that's that's crazy. And like to be honest, like we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But you know, this might tempt me to like go with that before a PS five. And again, it all depends on the games. Mm-hmm. By the end of the year, I can't imagine my thing going either way. But next year, we'll see. You know, it's like one, it's mm-hmm. gonna be one of those things. Where like, oh, yeah, it's you know? even me. Like I'm like, well, maybe I could up- upgrade from a one for <laughs> for a low rate monthly rate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's so crazy. Like twenty five dollars a month. Like I'm just trying to think of what twenty five dollars a month can get you in terms of entertainment value. Like that's Netflix and one of the like shittier services i guess or something like that or like <laughs> disney plus and like hulu or something like that where it's like mm-hmm. okay like 25 dollars a month and you get next gen gaming uh plus game pass because that's the thing is like before i think the cost was like you pay a little bit more and that made sense but like again you didn't you didn't come with any games or anything like that. this is like there you go game pass and for microsoft game this pass makes ultimate sense. too yeah, game even... pass ultimate. right yeah. right so if you have a PC but didn't have this, you know, for whatever reason, you make out. So, yeah, I think this is a good, you know, good way for them to drum up excitement and leverage their Game Pass. Yeah. Jim is saying weird things in the, the chat. Well, that was a while ago. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. So now we're going to get into some, <laughs> some shit. So is this the... No. Is this the Switch announcement we've been looking for? No, it's not. These aren't the droids we're looking for. No? Nope. All right, so, so basically there was an announcement trailer, which I didn't watch. I don't know if you guys... You don't have. need to. I did. Um, it is for the new Nintendo Switch OLED model. Yep. It stores October 8th for three forty nine ninety nine, which yep. already seems high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they 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 dropped this news today on uh, social media and stuff like that. And again, we're just like three weeks out of E3 or four, you know, month or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And I just see Twitter links dropping and people dropping in the discords I'm in. And just from the thumbnail, you can see like Switch that looks a little bit different and then like two white Joy-Cons. I'm like, those aren't colors that they officially released. That's weird. And so I click on it. I'm watching this video, and it's typical like Switch, you know, sizzle advertisement thing. Ever since you know the day one with the Karen on the rooftop and uh, the dude and his dog playing Zelda, and I'm like, okay. And they're going off like the new Nintendo Switch OLED, and it's like, okay. And they start off talking about the OLED screen and how vibrant it is. I'm like, okay, cool. 
and then like and then it has uh, a full kickstand like a surface pro does instead of like just like the little dongle stand i'm like all right cool and i'm like oh all new speakers for enhanced sound you know for handheld mode i'm like all right cool like getting excited here doesn't uh, everyone use headphones for handheld mode no not everybody i mean if you're playing in uh, the tabletop mode you wouldn't and stuff like that I but guess. you know whatever it's just you know a feature and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. they're like oh the the new uh dock has a ethernet port built in so you could just plug you know cable instead of having another dongle and i'm like okay cool and i'm just like going like this i'm like all right show me the enhanced uh graphics or increased performance anything like that and the video just ends i'm just like wait what and i was just like hold on like did i miss it did i like blink and like just completely go past that part of the video and i watched it all again i'm like no and then it like was clicking everywhere else and i was just like Maybe they just didn't want to advertise it, but that seems weird. And, like, you read the press release, and they're just talking about this being an OLED model. And pretty much the whole internet, like, just fucking exploded today. Like, I think on Twitter, it was trending. Like, number one was, like, <laughs> Nintendo Switch OLED. And then, like, maybe three, I think there was something else at number two. Number three was no 4K. And this is, like, holy shit. Because various places, including Bloomberg and Nikkei Asia, reputable sources... Because they're not just like gaming sites or anything like that. Like they're big journalistic uh, uh, corporations. There had talked about this, so everybody's just caught blindsided and it's like, "What the fuck? This isn't the Switch Pro. Like, what is this?" Um, and I know Jim and I were talking about it in Discord. And I think Corey chimed in too. But um, my biggest guess at this point is that Nintendo had all these components lined up for the Switch Pro, but couldn't secure enough of the graphics chips and stuff like that and instead of just waiting till next year they're like well let's release this like oled model for this holiday season and just you know make an extra 50 something bucks off of every purchase and what (laughs) what does it even like really mean though like so the screen what what is oled even do that compared to how it was uh so the previous screen was an LCD screen, liquid crystal display, and OLED is uh, God, what does it stand for? Cardita. Well, it's organic, something like that. <laughs> oh, I forgot. No, yeah. it's injected into this screen. Yeah. Well, the OLED. Yeah, organic a, light emitting di- diode. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's supposed to be sharper, brighter. The colors are supposed to, like. Black is supposed to be blacker than you know mm. whatever. So like the, the Vita the was difference good... is like LEDs like bleed outside of the screen and there's a lot of like bleeding on the LEDs where uh, the or uh, OLEDs if they're not if it's black they're just off essentially you just don't have them on so okay. it's it's more battery like energy efficient as well for battery. The only problem is there is burning on OLEDs where there isn't with LEDs. cheap OLEDs because I thought it was yeah, really yeah. a big of a deal these they're days. They're better now. They're much better yeah. now. But. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, like the Vita, like people, you know, that were proponents of the Vita were like, oh, look, OLED screen. Look at this fucking piece of shit 3DS in comparison. It's night and day, yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, it's funny. Um, like, I, it's, this reminded me a lot of the Vita, like, but reverse. <laughs> like, yeah. the Vita went from like OLEDs to like the cheaper light yeah. LCD screens. I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, same internals. It just like you went from the cheaper. So like, there were people that would go back and forth to like get the the old model because they wanted the OLED. Yeah, or other like, I want the cheaper light version, whatever. So, but this is like, yeah, it's weird because. The rumors, the the hype, everything building up to this. Like we talked about, oh, there's gonna be a new system, new switch system, like kind of like the new uh, 3DS, whatever, a little better um, boost in in performance. And we get this announcement, and yeah, nothing. Um, and, and Jim did chime in saying like he wanted us to mention that his whole thing was <laughs> like it's diminishing returns for for this and. Uh, that he thinks the chip shortage is what causes. Like, we needed to put something else out that's new, and here it is, but we don't have the chips to do the performance side, so. Well, for, for someone who primarily plays the Switch dots, this does absolutely nothing. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, you won't get the benefit. Uh, well, hey, you could plug your, your Ethernet cord directly into the dock now. <laughs> there is that. 
Okay. But uh, for all those, but yeah, no, I mean uh, the screen, the whole, the biggest feature of this is the screen. That's it. That's all. That's really all there is. Is mm-hmm. the screen. And you think the uh, the... they're the same, right? The same Joy Cons and everything. It's not like jo- Joy Cons work. That it is a little longer, um, with the wise. Okay. Um, so some accessories won't work, but it's nothing major. Like I think they said, cases might not fit and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I agree with Jim. I think it is just to the chip shortage, and they're just like, well, we got all these other components, and it's either wait around and have them just collect dust in a warehouse until next year or whatever, or, you know, let's make a new model, you know. And yeah. they have it's done It's more expensive, of, too. Yeah, it's more expensive. thing, also. Like, you think this justifies that extra $50? <laughs> Not really. In, in the thing is... So here's my uh, prediction on this. Switch Pro has to exist in some form. Like there was just way too many rumors and not even just from like game industry inside. Just too like, much smoke. <laughs> too much smoke for not PFI. I do think we see the Switch Pro next year after they can secure or whatever do to alleviate the chip shortage issues and stuff like that. I do feel like they had like they bought all these other components. We're like, Let's make some money this holiday season, boys and girls. You know, it's like let's let's get through. Because the thing is, fifty dollars is not that drastic of a difference. Like for somebody that's like, oh, I want a new Nintendo Switch. Like you have the Nintendo Switch Lite at two hundred dollars, the base model at three hundred, or this OLED model at three forty nine. Like you have to be a very specific. Like the only model then, like is like it's like, do I never? Do I know I never ever ever want to play it portable? Then just get the the, the Switch Base Edition. But for anybody else, it's like, well, I mean, why wouldn't I just pay $50 more to get a better screen, better stereo? I also have a feeling the base switch is going to be harder to get just because there's going to be less of them. Just have a that's, feeling on that. That's where I'm getting at. That's where I'm getting at. I predict that next year we do finally like, get that 4K switch, whatever it's going to be called, right? And the Switch OLED model is going to replace the Switch base model. Yeah. Uh, they'll drop the price. They'll discontinue so you're have the a 400, base a 400, a 350, and a 200, you think? I think I think by that point they'll lower the price of the OLED to go down to two ninety nine. So you have the Switch Lite at one ninety nine, you'll have the Switch OLED at two ninety nine, and you have the Switch Pro at three ninety nine. That's my prediction now. Okay. Yeah. But it's just it's so disappointing, and I guarantee you, like this just gives more credence that um, Zelda's like way way far off. So. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I guarantee no, you that's what they want to launch the system with is the new hardware. Because yeah. that would absolutely 100% sell the system. Like, I can't think of another title that would sell the system. Day one. You know, Mario Kart in the long term, probably. But, like, brand Not new a new system. Mario game? Nothing new. I mean, it would, but, like, not to the degree of, like, Zelda. Like, I remember when the Switch launched, like, you couldn't find them because people were just buying the games. I mean, I mean this, yeah, Zelda was out doing it. <laughs> and Zelda, like, the, the attack ratio was there's more Zelda copies sold than the word Switch systems. It's like, how does that even happen? <laughs> people just waiting around. So it's definitely disappointing, um, at least for me personally, because um, I really wanted that yeah, new model. Especially because I think we're all on the side. And we've converted Jim. Let's just say this now. We've yeah. converted Jim, but we're all on the side of performance over screen, like screen resolution. Like We don't necessarily need a better screen. We want better performance. Yep. yep. So give us 60 frames on a consistently base, consistent basis. That's what Jim wants. He's saying. Yeah. And I, like, mean, that, I mean, that's that's... That's been my like issue is like just like I prefer 60 frames per second. It just feels better. It plays better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's the sweet spot. And that was the argument when the one and the four came out. It was like, why are we focusing so much on resolution? <laughs> it's not it so what stupid. you want to focus on. Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. And unlimited yeah. frames. Unlimited frames. Yeah. <laughs> Unlocked or unsynced frames stuff like that. So it's definitely disappointing. And like watching that video it was like one of the biggest cases of blue balls ever because yeah. i was just like again i was just like watching i was like okay cool like that that's a nice feature that's a nice feature wasn't expecting that you know and just nice little like, touches for the main course <laughs> yeah i was like what excuse me and stuff like that and it's such a shame because like you look at like the redone box art um you know this and the other thing you're like okay this is like really cool um but it's totally, metroid with yeah, it yeah yeah exactly and it's launching the same day as metroid dread so that's cool like that will help also help sell i think metroid's metroid games uh and stuff like that but to me this felt like 
one of those oddball years where like Apple did the same thing where like Apple's like, oh, this is the new iPad or, you know, whatever bullshit like mm-hmm. they would do every now and then. It's like, wait, what? And it's, it was just like a unique one year thing. And then the next year they just went back to like, oh, it's the iPad seven or I don't know the number, like whatever the terminology started using. And it's like, wait, what? Like, this doesn't make sense. But to anybody but the company, like Apple and Nintendo is like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I could see this like being the year or a year and a half later type of system, like for the holiday, whatever. But yeah. this is like we're way beyond that now. Like we needed we needed that incremental upgrade that the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One got at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's the other I mean, thing, too. It's going to happen. It's just like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be late. At, at this point, like, do you really just want to have another Switch? Or do you want to have a system that's going to be better? That's that's my, that's where I'm thinking now is, like, if you're going to just put this, like, little screen upgrade out, are you really going to just put another, like, incremental upgrade out again in a year? It's like, ugh, really? Might as well just put a new Switch out. Switch to or whatever. Uh, make everything backwards compatible. But I mean, you know, the way you got to think about it too is like Nintendo is notorious for doing this, especially with their portable systems. Like, I mean, Game Boy, you had Game Boy Advance, you had Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, yeah, there was another. Port- like, this is not their. This is their main system, though. It's not. I, I it's know, not a Game Boy. Like, it's both now. That's the. I thing. know, but it's still like, come on, you're trying to, you're trying to tell me like. I don't know. What if they yeah, moved departments for that? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I could see how like you, you could be like, oh, we'll just fall into the whole Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance with the flip screen now. And well, not- it always does that. Like even like the DS. Like the DS was a flopping yeah. system until the revi- the DS Lite revision came out, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like. Oh shit! Everybody DS, new 3DS. Yeah, I mean, 3D, like it was 3DS, 3DS XL. No 3D, 3DS. <laughs> yeah, it's like 2DS, 2DS XL, like new 2DS or new 3DS XL. It's like, wait, oh my god! Like, there's so many product lines. I get it. Like, you just—it's one of those things where like you just don't want the what is it? The irons are cool or whatever the first. Yeah, the but those are cheaper. That's the thing is they were cheaper where they were more affordable. Here you're talking about a yeah, full-blown system. Nintendo got that taste of like, hey man, Switch, anything with Switch on it is going to sell, so might as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and you can thank Sony and uh, Microsoft for for paving the way. It's like, oh look, $500 systems? Yeah, people will pay that. Especially in post-COVID prices. Like, oh yeah, post-COVID. and like, oh, we're, like, we're $100 cheaper, $250 cheaper? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's easy. Yeah. Easy money. Easy money. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think that's it for <laughs> this uh, GameCast. Um, you can email us at uh, allyoucangeek at uh, gmail.com. We're on Podbean. Check us out on iTunes. We're on YouTube at uh, AYCG, All You Can Geek. Uh, we even have a Facebook. You can talk to us there. Tell us what you think about <laughs> this half half of a half, a quarter update, or whatever you would call this. Is it even that? I don't know. Anything else we talked about. Until next time, then. Mm-hmm.